Okay, hey, hey, everybody. It is happy April Fool's Day. Woohoohoo! Hope nobody gets one over on you. I think my mom might have got one over on me earlier. I'm not quite sure yet. So, happy April 1st and welcome. This is Cheryl Gallagher with Creation Conversations with Cheryl. And I'm just coming at you today to give you just a short little little blip about the newest venture that I'm embarking on for not just me, but for everybody. If you have a body, bodies in this world. And it's something called Body Creation Coaching with Cheryl. I started a new YouTube channel. Please, you know, check it out or don't. That's fine. But Body Creation Coaching with Cheryl. And this channel, these videos that I'm doing is designed to create something more with your body. Okay. If you have pains in your body, intensities in your body, if you'd like to feel better in your body, be happy with your body, then this channel, these videos are for you. Uh, There's going to be at least two videos a week. One of the videos is going to be about uh, like a physical, more of a physical, you know, breathings, yoga, stretching, uh, maybe some martial arts pieces mixed in, some free flow. And then there's going to be another video that may or may not um, correspond to the actual physical one for the week. But it's going to be about, you know, talking about reframing the body and the words that we use and choose to talk about the body and what we're saying to it. So really quick, um, check it out if you'd like. I'll just give you a little synopsis how this came to be and, you know, what I'm looking to do with it. And who knows what else? I don't want to put a an exact definition on it, what it's going to look like, because it can change and be malleable and do whatever it needs to create more. And yeah, so I guess, where do I want to begin? Um, hmm, well, I guess now for, I'm 46, and many, many, many years from very little, you know, I've done physical stuff with my body, from martial arts, That was one of the biggest ones. I played softball in high school and also rec. Um, From there, you know, I got into, you know, martial arts continued for a while. I did, you know, classes at the Y. I used to teach like a body pump or a boot camp class and a kickboxing class. From then, I went into yoga training and yoga fit and, you know, training from that to be able to teach yoga. And you know, I do massage therapy, you know, that's my job. That's my main gig. And, you know, working with bodies, obviously, including my, my own for many years, you know, I would say I'm an explorer. I'm somebody who seeks, who questions and who looks at what else is going on with the body. Now, really quick thing. I don't know. I guess when I first started massage back in the mid nineties, it wasn't something that thrilled me. It wasn't something that excited me. It was something that, well, you know, yeah, this seems like a good thing. The universe brought it to me. It really did. I'm not going to go into that story. I know I've talked about it before, but it just was like, boom, right in front of my face. Here you go. Do this. And I was like, okay. And like I said, it didn't at the time seem like it did a lot for me. And I was like, eh, okay, whatever. You know, rubbing bodies down, working on muscles, working on the knots, the fascial tissue and so on and so forth. And Then, you know, I got divorced. I stayed at home with my kids for about eight years and I stopped practicing. And then I got divorced and, well, I needed to come get back into something. So I was like, well, I I got my certification. I redid that. 
and I jumped back in with both feet into massage therapy. When I jumped back in, it was part of out of necessity. Well, it was hugely out of necessity and needing money to make it, you know, to make a living, to help support my kids and to support myself. So I went ahead and, you know, was working at a salon for a while. I started my own little gig for a little bit, running an office space for a little while. And, you know, it was good. And somewhere within there, through not just massage therapy, but through self-exploration, things began to evolve on the table. And what do I mean? Well, my clients that were coming in were asking questions and talking about things that were beyond muscle knots. And it sort of just occurred to me that, like, what is happening? You know, like, somebody would come in and we were talking and all of a sudden I said, yeah, I think, you know, maybe try reading the Celestine Prophecy because we were talking about energy and movement of energy and different things. And it was like, here you go, do this. Another client comes in and she has some anxiety issues and different things. And I'm working with her. And by that end of that evening, I think I mentioned that on the massage podcast, her, um, the rash she had on her belly was almost gone. And so I started seeing the body and I also did kinesiology training, which is tapping into the body's wisdom and muscle testing. So jump back in. So I started doing some muscle testing on people. What I started to see though, was the body in a very different way a very different perspective on the body. I began seeing that there was way more going on under the surface than what was alluded to. And realizing that, I started looking at that for you know my clients that came in that would maybe have a chronic issue somewhere. And with the help also of Louise Hay, who wrote a book, um, I think it was Heal Your Life, Healing Your Life, she created this little excerpt, this little like reference guide called Heal Your Body. And that guide is simply, you know, you open it up wherever issue you have, whether it's your neck or your back or your legs, and it gives you an idea of what that could be about or around in your life. So I was at the salon and I had had this book. I bought the reference guide to Heal Your Body and I started playing with it one day and looking and I was in the break room talking to some of the you know other people that worked there and then one girl was like, yeah, you know, my legs, my lower legs really hurt. I said, oh, well, I have this little reference book. Do you mean to look it up and see what it says? And she's like, yeah, sure, no problem. I look it up. It was her lower legs bothering her and it said it was all about fear of moving forward in your life. I told her that and she immediately broke down and cried. And I was like, oh my gosh. And it resonated on such a level with her because that was what was happening in her world. She was, she was afraid to move forward. She had had a kid with this one guy and then she was pregnant again. And it was like, she wanted to move forward, maybe not with him necessarily, but somehow, and she felt like she, that wasn't happening. And so it showed up in her lower legs. How interesting, how amazing is that? A body was speaking to her. And then there's the connection. So again, looking at this, I started to see things in like a very different light, a very different perspective, something that was deeper. And with all the other physical training I've done, uh, like I said, yoga, martial arts and different things, you know, 
I trained my body, honed it, not just like to be tip top shape, although I did, but I also realized I wasn't creating with my body. Okay, so this is where the body creation, the creation, we're creating with the body here. We're not working against it. Now we usually, you know, slave drive our body maybe for hours a day for working or drag it around. And it generally will do it, you know, you ask it to do. And then there's times where it's like, oh, hell no, I'm not doing that. And it lets you know, it puts you, it maybe puts you on the couch. Maybe you pull a muscle and it's like, nope, we're not doing that. And it sits you down. And you may have had an experience like this, or you may know someone who's had an experience like this. So the more I began to sort of dive into this aspect with the body, I started seeing it more and more and more. It started to show up. I started to see where um, maybe people were choosing something for somebody else, not for themselves, and their body did do that. It did actually make them be on the couch and not clean the house or not do for others. It was like, no, you're going to sit down and be. Um, so I've been just still exploring, looking, questioning. And then I guess in the last three, four years, uh, a friend of mine introduced me to access consciousness. And so add up all of those pieces and go into access consciousness. And they talk a lot about a lot of things, but the, the biggest piece is they talk about asking a question and don't find the answer. So you see, what we do in our bodies is we generally, we want to fix it and we want to figure it out. When, what if actually the body is just speaking to you in its own language, which is sometimes feels like pain, well, or an intensity. I had an experience last week where in my mind, I decided that I was going to do some weight training before I taught a yoga class last Thursday morning. And I had decided that in my head. My body hadn't decided that. <laughs> I didn't ask my body if it wanted to weight train. I already sort of knew it didn't want to. Um, and I went against it and I was like, no, I want to weight train. I pulled my barbell out. That was maybe around 30 pounds or so. And I picked it up. I was going to do some bicep curls. So I began, you know, I did one. And immediately I had a sensation, an intensity, a pain, if you will, in my right elbow in the inside. And I was like, oh, let me do a couple more and see what happens. Nope, still there. Really intense. So a lot of us would go to, well, that's a problem. There's a problem. There must be a problem in my elbow now. When actually what I realized was it was just my body communicating with me going, mm, no, we said we don't want to lift. You're not lifting. <laughs> so essentially um, what I did was I put the barbell down. And well, well, obviously the intensity went away and it didn't come back. So interesting, right? Another little story. And this was probably a few months ago. I started, I drink coffee every morning and I decided that I wanted to just kind of cut back a little bit. So I just try to stay with like the one cup and eight ounce in the morning. And so this one morning I did an eight ounce and then I was doing some things. I was feeling really good. I was like, oh, I want another like six ounce coffee, you know? And I put my, you know, mug on and my body was like, nope, nope, nope. And I could feel it. I could tell it did not want more coffee. And I still was like, well, no, I'm doing it. So I did my mug and I did my coffee and I was like, all right, put my cream in it, my sugar. And I was like, yeah, I took my first sip and I choked. I was like, <laughs> it went down the wrong way. Well, did it? Again, the body is freaking incredible. I knew in that moment, my body already knew it didn't want that coffee. 
So I dumped it out. So again, so what Access has done is it's allowed me to fine tune some things I already knew and to look at the body as, you know, a way to bring us like information that's like not in our head. It helps us get more in touch with, you know, what we know and our wisdom and our awareness. So, you know, how many people like to meditate? How many people go to yoga? How many people try to get out of their head? Well, this is about getting into your body and not in your head. So again, body creation coaching. Um, and so going back to that salon that I was at for a while, I realized something. I realized that I wasn't generally creating with my body. You know, I'm thinking I, I, I teach a kickboxing class on Monday, and then here comes Wednesday, and I'm teaching two classes, and I'm going to the salon and doing massages. Friday, I teach another, like, circuit training, which is essentially boot camp. Um, and, you know, I'm having these intense classes. I'm doing so good for my body. Look, I'm fit. I feel great. And I'm as fit as I've ever been in my life. And then there were times, like on a Wednesday, let's say, I'd walk into the salon and my back would give way. And I always sort of looked at, like, what's going on? What's happening? And it wasn't until probably in the last couple of years that I really realized that actually I was just slave driving my body. I wasn't working with it. It didn't enjoy all that intensity. I just did it. And so now what I've done, I've been through life, and interestingly enough too, I something happened where it made me decide not to do classes at the Y anymore. Those were those intense classes. It shifted me to a different place and something else was opened up and the classes were still aerobic classes. I did them a couple days a week and some lifting and a couple yoga classes. And so the intensity that I was working at changed. It, it, It was a little bit lower. Um, still, you know, moving again, lifting strength training. And I started to feel better. And I was like, wow, that's really interesting. Okay. And then from that, that's even changed even more because I left there and I started working at the senior center and just doing yoga a couple of days a week. And my body still feels even better. And I'm like, well, this is pretty amazing. My body has felt, it feels better than it ever has probably so far in my, in my life. And I contribute or I attribute that to that I'm actually starting to listen to it even more now than I ever have. I'm starting to listen to how I would like to move. You know, do I take and do a yoga class and a yoga session and listen exactly how every single move my body wants? No. But what I'm doing is I'm listening to the nuances, not drinking the extra coffee, or you know what, today I want to, it wants to stretch, or I want to get in my hot tub, or maybe it doesn't want to do that. And it, my body really enjoys more walking. So It's almost like I'm speaking of the body as a separate entity. And in some ways it is, but it is us. And we have ignored it for so long. So through this training and all the things, I've really started to hone in on how to start creating with your body even more. So the first piece, like I said, that Access taught me was about asking questions. It's not that I never asked the questions before because kinesiology is tapping into muscle testing and your body's wisdom. It was just in a more direct approach. Like, hey body, you know, what would you like to do? Would you like to eat right now? What would you like to eat? You know, and do I do it at every meal? No. And the, the really neat thing is 
my body still forgives me. I had a, um, a fish fillet actually last night from McDonald's and I, my body didn't want it. I really wanted it in my head and I ate it anyway. And I had a little bit of a bellyache later and it was like, mm, we weren't really happy with you right now. And I'm like, I'm really sorry. You're right. I still have moments like that. I'm not saying every second of every day that I'm perfect. However, the more you work with, like just in a relationship, the more you work with something, the you know, the more expansive it can be, the better it can be, um, hopefully the happier it can be. And that's where I'm at. I'm working with it so much more and I want to share this information. So yeah, so this is what body creation coaching is all about. It's a different approach. It's also about getting out of judgment of your body. Yeah. And having more gratitude for it. That's huge. Um, so I just wanted to just sort of pop in for this, this podcast and talk a little bit about that. Like I said, it's not super long, just a quick little blip about the body creation coaching. If you would like to learn more about it or what this is, or maybe how it can change your body and to be happier, really ultimately, um, and to be happy with your body and to maybe feel better in it and more flexible, or maybe even lose weight. Like there's so many possibilities here. There's so many things that we can explore and look at. And I desire a world of happy bodies. I do massage, right? I want my bodies, <laughs> I want my bodies, they're not my bodies, but I want bodies to feel happy. I want them to feel good and they feel great. And I want that as much as possible because it also contributes to this freaking world that we have here. This earth, it contributes to life. When someone comes in and their body's happy and they're happy, guess what? It has an effect. It might have a profound effect on you. It might have a subtle effect. And woohoo, yay. I want more happy people in this world. I don't know about you, but that's what I'm looking at. And so if we can create some happy bodies, then that is possible. So look for some more information. If you want, just go, you know, to my YouTube um, channel, Body Creation Coaching with Cheryl. Check it out. Look at the intro. Hit like if you like it. Um, subscribe to the channel. That way you'll see when new things are popping up. Um, all the time. And yeah, keep listening to the podcast, share it with people if you'd like, and uh, let's get this information out there. Let's have an awesome, amazing world full of happy bodies. All right, guys, take care. I'll talk to you later.